You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. This edition of It's My Money is brought to you by Brenthurst Wealth, your partner for global wealth creation. Welcome to It's My Money. It's My Money is brought to you by Brenthurst Wealth, South Africa's top boutique wealth manager. With me today to talk about risk and all sorts of other things as well is Maria Smith from Brenthurst Wealth in Pretoria. We're looking at an article that was published on biznews.com with the headline, Don't Make This Costly Risk Avoidance Mistake. What does that mean, Maria? What are you trying to say here? I'm trying to say something that we in the financial industry have seen so much um, the last few months when the markets um, started turning against us. And that is that most of the investors would um, use their emotions instead of the financial principles that we were trying to teach them to stay invested during tough times and instead just following their emotions and going to a safer place, which is money market or something like that. Yeah, obviously switching from fund to fund, from month to month, from economic data point to economic data point can be expensive and can also be costly. Staying in the market is very important. But you come up with a headline here that says conservative versus balanced versus aggressive. You say this, I've chosen these funds because they can be classified as conservative, balanced and the other one as well. You farm your funds out if that's the right phrase, to professional and very highly regarded fund managers. So let's talk about conservative first, if you would. So the first thing I want to show regarding the conservative fund is it's a fund that invests mostly in your safer asset allocation. So that would be your income fund. It's mostly cash and bonds. So it isn't supposed to give you long-term returns. And it's also not supposed to give you any volatility. Um, In the article, I have a picture there that just shows a straight line. No funny bumps or ups and downs. It's just going very, very slightly uh, moving upwards. Um, And what I wanted to show with that is you will never have a big shock or a big upset in a money market fund. But you will also see that it does not compete with any of the other funds that I show there. Yeah, I'm just looking at this fund now, and it's really a nice, smooth graph. The one on the top of it is all over the place compared to the one that you show, and that's good. And just as a point of interest, how much money would you assign to something that is not boring, but nice and steady? I suppose it depends on your age and your risk profile. Yes, so that's the one, the most important thing that I want to show you is If you just go and you say, I am turning 60 this year, I do not want to take any more risk with my money. I want everything safe. I want an income from it for the rest of my life. What you will see is if you go into that safe haven, you still have 30 odd years that you need an income from it. So you still need to beat inflation. And if you let your emotions take over and say, I want to stay safe and stay in an income fund where there are no ups and downs, no big bumps or big falls. I'm going to stay in an income fund, then you are not going to beat inflation over the long term. Okay. So it's got to be a part Um, of your portfolio, maybe, but not a big part, Uh, certainly in South Africa. What about balanced? What does that mean? What does balanced mean? 
A balanced portfolio is basically a fund that is the best of both worlds. So the fund manager has um, the opportunity to invest in bonds in the local stock market, in the offshore stock market. And balanced fund usually is what most people have in their retirement annuities. It's a fund that has to comply with Regulation 28. So it's the, the fund tries to give you a bit of best of both worlds. And if you look at the graph or the picture in the article, you would see that there are a bit more ups and downs in the fund. But at the end of the day, you are getting a bit better return over the long term. So your roller coaster is still not a wild ride. It's just a bit bumpier than a money market. So this is typically the portfolio for most people because it has a good asset allocation to stocks, so growth over the long term, and it also has a good allocation to money markets. So you are not going to feel the pain so much in the short term, and your emotions are not going to take over in the short term if you just invest in a balanced fund. Okay, so you're in your comfort zone there. You, you get the risks to the upside, and you get protection to the downside as well. It's almost like the Goldilocks portfolio. But anyway, the last one is aggressive. Yes. Now, the common misconception, I think, Maria, is that when you're young, yeah, let's go aggressive, let's do it. If it doesn't work out, then I've got to, you know, many, many decades to rectify the situation. But I don't think so. I think people close to retirement or beyond retirement should also have a good deal of aggression in their portfolio construction. But that's just me. Please explain what you assume to be the benefits of an aggressive or the negatives of an aggressive portfolio. So the benefits of an aggressive portfolio is it has been proven over the long term that stocks and equities give you a better long-term performance than something as safe as a bond or a money market account. So over the long term, you will be better off, you will be able to beat inflation. And over the short term, you will have a wild ride. So mm -hmm. if you look at the past year where portfolios were down 10, 15%, in some cases, if they were pure tech, it would have been more. So you would have felt that. And in one year's time, if you are in a living annuity, it might mean that at the end of your year, when it is time to do your income review, you might not have made up that loss in a year and be able to take an increase for the next year. So there is always a space for an aggressive fund in a portfolio, but that is where the risk tolerance comes in. If your risk tolerance does not allow you to go into a fund like this, then don't do it when the fund is doing well, because yes. when the fund turns, you're going to switch out of it immediately because your nerves are not going to be able to handle it. So in other words, the best thing to do is to wait until it does really badly and when everyone else is getting out in you come and you invest in it. I mean, I know that's a simplistic sort of scenario, but it does sound um, it sounds rather plausible. Yes, but that's the other thing. If you are scared of the fun when it's doing badly and you switch out of it, most of the time those same people are too scared to go into the fund when markets are down because they don't see that the future it can go better. So yeah. that is the whole game plan is to see an advisor so that we can help you with your risk tolerance. Because at the end of the day, if you do this yourself and you are not comfortable with risk, you are just going to firstly, you're going to incur losses because you're going to switch out at the wrong times. 
And our whole job is to keep you calm in times like this. If you have been invested for, say, five to seven years, it would be easier for you to look past the past year. But if you've only been invested for a year, you would probably feel like you you are ready to switch out of your portfolio now. Everything is done. I don't think it'll ever get better again. But then it's important to just go back to the fundamentals, which is why did you invest in that fund in the first place? You wanted offshore exposure or you wanted um, exposure to equities. If you see that the world is going to crash and everything is going to end now, then you just have to stick to your fundamentals. What are the chances of that happening? What's the chances of everybody stop using, say, coffee and toilet paper? <laughs> What's the chances of people stop um, using toothpaste? So it's highly unlikely. Or eating Kit Kats moment, as well. No, never mind that. And, and eating Kit Kats. People will always eat Kit Kats. Never mind toilet paper. You need that Kit Kat. <laughs> but I know what you mean. It's a, uh, I know yes. exactly what you're trying to say. And the thing that you're saying here, Maria, is that you're always talking about behavioral investment science you're saying that it's the human behavior that affects the risk profiling of your portfolio and the last paragraph or very long paragraph that is and it's headlined the role of risk profiling and you say the following the structure of your portfolio is something very specific to your life stage your goals and your ability to generate wealth and again this speaks to me it says you have to have a financial advisor that can sit down and say Okay, Mr. Robinson, you're 45 years old, you've made a bit of money. What do you want and what can we do to give you what you want? That's what shouts at me at the moment. Yes, and it's so important to do that risk profiling at least once a year because you won't believe how it'll change even over a year. If someone was, let's say, at the end of 2020, they might have been high risk, they weren't afraid of any risk. Then came 2022, everything was down. If you were to do a risk tolerance profile on a person now, it would be a lot different than what you would have done at the end of 2020. So it's something we try to do with our clients at least once a year when we review them to ensure that their portfolios are in line with their needs and not only their needs financially but also mentally we don't want people to have sleepless nights over what happened in their portfolio do you have a template at Brentos Wealth that says, okay, somebody's been phoning you up incessantly for the last few weeks because uh, he or she has listened to podcasts by Lindsay Williams or television programs or whatever it is, radio programs, and they say, I'm really nervous about the market, I need to get out. Have you got a sort of a template, a standard presentation that says look what's happened over the last 50 years in South Africa and in the rest of the world when it comes to equity exposure when it comes to other asset class exposure and you sit them down and you calm them down and say this is just a tiny blip on the chart don't panic do you do that do you have that Yes, so we try to do that, well, client-to-client basis. Each client needs a different approach to, say, how to stay calm. For instance, engineers are very technical. I want to place a red sticker on all my engineer files because the more (laughs) technical you can get with them, the better. Whereas if it is someone, an old lady that's retired, that picture would then look completely different how you would calm them down. So it's not really a template. It's more of a 
personality to personality type of conversation. That's very interesting. Okay, so you put red flags on your engineer clients. What about <laughs> an artist, for example? What about an actor or an artist? I mean, they make good money and if they're at the top of the tree. What do you say to them? Because they've obviously got a very, very different approach to investing than the engineer that you mentioned. Yes. So if I can use myself and my husband as a comparison, my husband's an engineer. Um, So he would literally every month he would ask me, I got my statement again and this and this and this is how it looks. Are you sure we are still doing the right thing? Compared to myself, I sometimes forget to look at my portfolio and certain clients like artists and things like that. I have an interior designer as a client. I don't even think he knows what's going on in his portfolio if I don't send him a review once a year. So he just looks at that review once a year and the rest of the time he doesn't really care. And then the retired people, I must say, they are on their portfolios a lot of the time. Okay, that's good. I like the interior designer already. He sort of farms the thing out to you. He just says, you're the expert. I'm not going to ask you to come in and design my new living room. Uh, You stick to what you do. I stick to what I do. And he's in very good hands. And you say right at the end of the article, Maria, you say, let me leave you with one last table that illustrates the point perfectly. Below is a summary of the performance of a diversified portfolio over the same periods as the three funds listed that we've spoken about, which are equally allocated. And you say it makes you think, doesn't it? We can't obviously see that, but you can maybe describe it. Combined portfolio over six months, 8.45%. Yeah, so anyway, you go on with that. So basically, all I'm trying to show you is you're getting the best of all three, the conservative, the balanced, and the aggressive fund. So instead of getting only... um, Let's do the five-year one. Instead of only getting 7% in your long or in your conservative fund, you now get a balanced portfolio, which is over a five-year term, you get 11%. So if you structure your portfolio correctly and you stick out the hard times, you will then eventually see it in your portfolio. Very good. Okay, so you're going to go for the middle one. You're not going to go for conservative. You're not going to go for aggressive, but some people will. But your advice is diversified portfolio because diversification is the key. Is that a good summary, Maria? Yes, that is a perfect summary. Very good indeed. Thanks so much for your time. Maria Smith is from Brentos Wealth in Pretoria. And that was It's My Money. It's My Money was brought to you by Brentos Wealth, an award-winning boutique wealth management company. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position or opinion of any other agency, organization, employer or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.